up, everybody? Welcome back. We are so excited to be here. I hope you're ready. I hope you're excited because we're about to enter the danger zone. Yeah, buddy! Let's go! Dude, by far the catchiest intro out of all podcasts ever on the planet. 100%. Have to agree. Have to agree. Even though you tried to change no. it like 10 minutes ago. Okay, no, dude, well, I was freestyling like a madman. He was going on. We're going we're gonna to have an unreleased, unreleased single that you guys can buy from us. But unreleased, though, like keep it on the down low. Uh, just me and Eli rapping, spitting flames. Jacob's not in it because his knees hurt. Yeah. I kept rapping about yep. Jacob's knee and his shoulder because he's a cripple. It's true. It's all I could think of. Yeah. It's just Walmart version of Eminem. All right. Well, <laughs> the slim pavy. Exactly. What I'm <laughs> about. I don't need to say anymore for right, you guys. All right, we, we should, should get we the should point. Get back on. Right, let's Welcome back, talk. everybody, to the episode. <laughs> Sorry, we're starting off a little funky. Um, we just recorded another episode, and we had a little bit too long of a break in between. Um, I'm joined by Jacob Calloway, of yep, course, you know the it. usual man, mm-hmm. the man in the chair, mm-hmm. the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> yes. Yep. Indeed. And then we're here. I'm getting to that. Hey, I just like Wait, Eli. Your can I intro Eli? I don't intro. Friend. You want to intro hey. Eli? He's yeah. my friend too. But what? he's my friend first. I knew. I don't woman. care. Uh, he's still my friend. My How about I intro mother. myself? <laughs> another mother. So we got Eli Zoronic here. Hello. I don't throw names, but that is Eli Zoronic. That is me. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> glad to be here. Good intro, Jacob. Gosh. <laughs> that was pretty bad, dude. So glad you took that over. Um, what? Say so go. I appreciate that, Jacob. Yeah. Where? To the to the point. Oh, Jacob, what's our point for today? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> topic, Wait, topic, gonna, not a point. So all three of us just finished high school and we're about to go off to college. So we're gonna give you high schoolers that are listening some little words of wisdom, things that we learned, things that if we could go back in time to the best of our ability. Little, yes, yes. We just got out of high school, so we're not experts. But things that we can look back I'm on an and an be expert. like, you know what? I wish See, I did this better, et cetera. And then kind of talk about where we're at right now, going to college and kind of the almost give you guys like a goal or something to think about while you're going to college. Good yeah. enough for you? Is that, that a good intro? That was a good intro. Okay, okay. I'll give you that. Just the people intro is a little, needs a little work. I thought it was Still great. love you though. No homo. <laughs> Thank you, Eli. I thought it was great. Thank you, you know. I appreciated it. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So Ben, Ben, what's something that like, you know, we just finished high school, right? You're going to Indiana Wesleyan. You looking back, you wish you did differently. Hmm. Is there anything like come to mind? I wish I would have taken more advantage of high school sports. I think that's the biggest thing. Like football games, going to those and stuff. I think in my high school career, I went to one football game of my own school. Well, to be fair, my school wasn't the best of sports. So it wasn't really that much to watch, but I wish I would have done more because of the community. I started getting more involved with my community my senior year instead of starting that my freshman year. That's my biggest regret is yeah. not getting involved with the people at my school and like making a difference, but also having fun. I think something that's important is like time management, right? Yeah, absolutely. You got to, I mean, in order to make a difference, you have to be able to manage your time well and you got to be able to invest in that community. So looking back, um, I mean, even like senior year, you can look at people. I, I did this myself. I'm guilty. I kind of backed off the pedal a little bit. You know, 
Eli, would you, what do you have to say about that? You just kind of let go of the reins and let the horse take you away. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I was kinda there's had like. Some seat. I had some crazy senioritis, and I was just done with people in general. <laughs> I've had senioritis since freshman year. <laughs> <laughs> I've been ready to get out. No, but sophomore COVID hit, I was just tanking. Oh, <laughs> dude, like, COVID. Senioritis. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, we're out. <laughs> You like what's your thoughts on that whole time management kind time of management investing? I think, yeah, I think uh, high school is just you are creating the character that you're gonna be for the rest of your of your life. And uh, I used to look at it as you know, in high school where we're gonna be we're so like I mean it's okay to make mistakes right now. And once I get to college, I'll get serious. But it doesn't really work like that. It's not like a a switch that just flicks. It's something that builds up slowly. So I definitely say just investing in yourself more. Obviously, time management comes with that. Just investing in your own life skills as well. And like Ben said, investing in your class. There's just, uh, looking back, there's just a lot of things you'll probably regret. And that's normal because no one does high school perfectly, obviously. But sure, I think it's just maximizing the experience and your own personal growth and realizing that it's not really a game because who you come out of high school being is who you're going to be for the rest of your life most of the time. Yeah. So I think that's my biggest thing. No, that's that's definitely a good point because, uh, you know, a lot of what you're saying, like who you're going to be in the rest of the life, a lot of who you end up coming out of high school is like the average of the friends that you're coming out of high school with too. Right. Friends are huge. So that's – you want to talk about that? Yeah. A, a lot of times like in our life, right, we – we think we get caught up with the fact like, oh, I want to make a difference. I'm going to be, it really doesn't matter who I'm going to be friends with. I'll change them all. Right. And whether you want to admit it or not, you may change them, but they're going to change you too. You're not going to end up with the same person. So the people that you affiliate yourself with, like your closest group of buds, you need to make sure they're, you know, good Christian people. They're living right. They're not going to be perfect. Nobody's perfect, but you need to make sure you get a good foundation friend group wise. Right. There's, there's that saying that's like, show me who your friends are. I'll show you where you'll be in five years or something yeah. like that. Show me your friends. I'll show you your future. Yeah. 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 Something Shout like that. Dan Ambrose. But, yeah. Dan Ambrose. If you're listening, that's also you're. a good segue into our next topic, which would be, uh, teachers and like mentors. Yeah. Which is also a huge part of the high school experience. I feel like most students just kind of push good teachers or just any good advice from any adult in their life away because, I don't know, it's kind of the young rebellious phase, but you'll kind of grow to realize how important and how true the things that they were saying were and how, like, valuable they were. So I think that's another thing to talk about. Yeah, I agree with that. I think probably the biggest um, contributor to that is the teachers being outgoing as well. I think that we need to have more teachers who are that light in that kid's life. Um, and like I had a teacher in seventh grade, best teacher I've ever had. Like it was in seventh grade and it made that big of an impact that I went through all of high school, all of eighth grade. And it was the best teacher I had. Um, the reason why was because he made sure that he was there for every student in his class. And um, like every morning he would check up on his students and then he would make class enjoyable for them. So that way they're not there for like no purpose. Instead of like just getting a bunch of information filtered through your head, he made sure people understood it like visually and like, of course, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like me and Eli, we were both blessed with the opportunity to go to Harris Christian. Um, if like you have the opportunity to attend 
uh, school like that, like you're, you don't realize it now or like even right once you graduate. But when you look back on your high school career, you're going to be so glad you went because there's just so many teachers there that just care. And that's, that's such a rare thing today. We don't, there's, there's not that production of teachers that just really care about their students. I mean, I don't know how many teachers in my high school career I could have gone to. And like, if I was really having a problem, they wouldn't go out of their way to help me out, whether it was school or not school, whether it was something social or something spiritual, whatever, they would have done whatever it took to help me out. Right. I mean, we, me and Eli got a teacher from eighth grade. Okay. This dude's retired now. He no longer teaches, but, um, every student he has, he writes them a letter for their birthday on the birthday and sends it out. It's like so impactful how that is that somebody's going <clears> to <throat> just a small token that he cares. You yeah. Know? That's all it takes. Well, like the fact that he's had so many students and he still continues to do that every year, year in and year out. I, I'm, I'm about to go to college next year. I'm still getting letters. I have friends who like I know people who are adults, they're grown, they have their own kids, some own kids in high school, and they're still getting letters from this teacher. I mean, that's just, that's, that's something that you don't see very often today. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just the, the impact we talk about school because, um, he's putting in the effort to make an impact on people. School, school is such that high school, middle school period is such like detrimental to who you become later in life. Mm-hmm. And when you have people investing in your life like that, it just changes the world, changes your perspective, right? Because, I mean, I went to Heritage Christian. We didn't, Heritage Christian uh, is really good school. It's like, I mean, you can go there. Most of the people who go there, like kids, really aren't Christians, really not taking their life that seriously for the Lord. But, the teachers just bring a presence, um, and it's just an impactful experience. Yeah, that's the um, one of the downfalls. I went to two public schools growing up. I went to Fishers and then Hamilton Heights. Um, that's the downside of public school. They can't talk about religion if they wanted to. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing is there's no teachers who are trying to you know break the status quo and like actually trying to do that. Yeah. Well, at least in, in my personal yeah, experience, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't mean, found there's always, like that. There's always I'm some. sure there's like somebody somewhere. There's always somebody somewhere. But um, yeah, I think when you find those kind of schools and those kind of teachers, like that's to hold on to that as long as you can. That's that's the thing that that I regret personally. On this teacher's point, I didn't I I didn't take advantage of the good teachers I had, um, when when I should have. I mean. If I wanted to go to any, I know I got a handful of teachers I could have gone to and been like, hey, you know, if I was going through a rough time, they would have helped me. But I didn't, I had this great gift. I didn't know it at the time, but now looking back, like I know how great that was and I didn't take advantage of that. So if, if you find a teacher, whether you're in public school, whether you're in private school, I mean, I guess even if you're homeschooled, it's your parent, whatever, really take advantage of that, of that teacher, that role model and if they are going to invest in your life in that way, like that's, that's a crazy thing. You need to take advantage of that. Yeah, I agree. That's very accurate. I mean, looking back and once again, like Jacob was saying, we were blessed to go to a very privileged uh, private school. 
So obviously we're not going to relate to most of the audience, but I'm sure there's still some role models in the public school system. And it's just, uh, it's very valuable to have an adult like that because with age comes wisdom a lot of the time. And that's just a big thing that they're willing to pass down if you're willing to listen. So another thing on that, um, just don't let politics and your religious status get in the way of your relationship with your teacher. Um, my teacher from seventh grade that made the biggest impact on my life. Um, I don't know where he was religiously, but I know politically we didn't agree, but he was still there for me. He's still welcoming for me. And we didn't let that kind of like political stance get in the way of our, you know, like our teacher to student relationship. That's, that's something that's really big that, that I think is coming a really big problem right now. I mean, it's dividing even friend groups, right? Politics has become such like a identity well, thing, identity thing, right? And if you don't fit my mold, then we can't be friends. We can't talk. We're enemies, right? right. And that's not that's not how that's supposed to be. Yeah, we're going to disagree on subjects, but look, we're all we're all Americans. We want the best for our country. We may not agree on every stance. Nobody agrees on every stance. I wouldn't say all of us want the best for our country. Okay. The majority of people majority in America. majority of us. Well, about 50% yeah. of America wants the best for our country. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> before we get too political. Before we get too political, <laughs> Ben. Hey, I, didn't say, political I didn't say what well, kind of people. Hey. hey we're it's gonna, implied. Hey. Litter boxes. My point. What? Dude. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> wow. Even, okay. Just can we don't let politics divide your friend group the right. way it can. You can still be friends if you disagree. Maybe I I wouldn't go as far as maybe you should be like crazy close with one of them if you disagree on some stance. You know that goes back to the whole friends thing. Like well, you want to surround so yourself with people who has good input on your life. And what I mean by that politically is if the Bible goes against something, a political stand that they have, maybe it's not the best relationship, but. I will say, don't let politics divide your relationship. Don't let politics get in between you and and someone else. I think there's a there's a healthy balance with that too. I think that you shouldn't just completely drop your your um your conversations about political views or religious views. I think that the biggest thing is being mature about those and making sure that both of you are on the same page. It's like after this conversation, we're still going to be friends and we're still going to be close. We're just because we disagree doesn't mean we have to be farther apart from each other. Yeah, like right. we don't always agree on the podcast with each other, but it's not like we're going to ditch each other's friends just because we don't agree on one little silly topic. Actually, but make make sure you're careful with what like makes or breaks a friendship, right? Right. I mean, there's definitely some things that like, like if my if I got a friend and he's doing like hardcore drugs and alcohol and doesn't see a problem with it at all, I'm going to be like, you know, this probably isn't the best friendship i got i probably should distance myself i'll still be friendly to him but i shouldn't be close friends with that well i'd also like to point out it's not just politics too right like jacob was talking about it could you know lead into other factors of life like uh just any kind of uh religion religion social aspect i mean uh, there's just a whole a whole bunch of things but that just comes with um maturing i think is agreeing to disagree or being able to have an intelligent you know, argument or conversation with someone and not just completely being one-sided or being open to hearing their side and understanding or being able to vocalize your opinion as well Yeah, in a, in a good fashion. So 
that, think there's a lot of aspects that go that, into it. What, what you were saying about how, like, it's kind of a maturing thing, like, you're going to learn in life, that kind of gets us to our next point. Uh, something important in high school to do, obviously high school's main focus is to educate you, right? But on, like, school stuff, but you also can learn a lot of life skills in college, or not college, well, yeah, in college, but in high school, right? You can learn a ton of life skills in high school, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's in the hallway, whether it's on the football field, athletics, whatever. There's so much room to learn life skills, and you we need to make sure we take that part seriously. You have to be willing to actually, like, learn about those kind of things, though. Like, you can't... No, for sure. You, that, you can't just go about it, like, lack... I don't know how to pronounce the word. Unintentionally. Lackadaisically. That's Lackadaisically. Okay. That one. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't do it. Like, you can't half butt it. You know? I can't say the other way. Okay. Uh, you can't half butt what you're half doing. Donkey it. Yeah. 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 That, and that, that kind of goes back with our. Uh, um, like using time wisely and like not backing off the pedal in high school, um, take that time seriously. I mean, we talked about having senioritis. Like, even even in there, I could have invested in other people. I could have taken, learned more life skills if I hadn't backed off that pedal. You know, you go in freshman year, sophomore year, like, oh, I'm going gonna, gonna to rock the high school. I'm going to be big man on campus, you know, all this, all this tough stuff. But then you get to your senior year, and so many seniors – like clock out, like they're done. They still got a semester, heck, even a year left, right? Yep. And so we, as seniors, whatever course of life you're in or year you're in, uh, in high school, don't clock out. There's still stuff that can be learned. There's still stuff that can be done. You can still have a great influence, you know, whatever or wherever you're at in high school. Just don't back off that pedal before it ends. Yeah, and I also think it's important to talk about how, I mean, this is all, like, very serious sounding. We're like, you know, you're maturing. You're going to be who you are for the rest of your life. It's not like we're saying, oh, you can't have fun. Because high school is such, like, a fun time of your life, and you, you sure. get so many experiences right. and whatnot. We're not saying that, but we're saying you shouldn't you take it, like, heartily either. go through it, like, mindlessly being, like, f- whatever for the heck of it, you know? It's not there just a cakewalk. There should be some intention there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to be different and being that light in the world means that you're going to be different, but it's not going to be easy. I mean, I like, like I had a good time in high school. I had good friends. I made a good friend group. I had fun hanging out with friends. I had fun in school because I had, I had like friends in my class and all that stuff. And I, I learned a lot, but I also had a lot of fun in high school. Enjoy it. Cause you know, you're not going to have those four years back. Enjoy it. Right. But also realize what we're talking about is I had friends in high school who completely blew everything off. They did not care about class. They did not care about any social aspect besides doing whatever that <laughs> was not healthy, not a healthy thing to do. And you know, they look back at high school, um, I, I got one friend who looks back at high school and he regrets high school so much because he was he just made mistake after mistake and didn't take care of the time that he had, didn't take care of those four years, you know. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. also, you know, you blink from freshman year and then it's senior yeah. year. I mean, it, real. the time really flies. So. As soon as you get out of eighth grade, your life just oh go, go, we, go. We it's had crazy. A, we had a teacher, me and Eli had a teacher in eighth grade, and I remember sitting in classroom in eighth grade, it's like the end of the year. He's like, he guys, says, you're going to blink. You're going to blink, and it's going to go by like that. 
And you're gonna be seniors. And you're gonna be seniors. Graduated. And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, right, man. Crap. Yeah, right. It just because you're like, and then it happens, dude. It happens. Here we are. Like, Holy and it's bullet. crazy. I'm literally like, about Holy to walk up onto the stage to get my diploma, and I'm like, yeah, jeez, <laughs> <laughs> how did I get here? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and yeah, it's like it's a a whole factor of it's like, oh, I can't believe it went so fast, but it's also you know it's sad because. You're not going to be that young again. You're not going to be learning in that situation with those friends, with those people, with those opportunities you have. So you just, you really do need to take advantage of it and not just, you know, say screw it because Mm. it does matter and you will regret it if you don't, uh, if you're not intentional about some things. Yeah. You got to be intentional with life, especially in that period. I mean, me and Eli had a really close buddy, um, all through school and in high school and, I mean, this kid was, like, he really took his time seriously. He was an awesome friend. He really did a lot for the Lord. He, I mean, he had small group after small group. I mean, he was. I mean, he'd spend his free times, you know, uh, helping with charities. Yeah. And just, he was very intentional about his time. And he was phenomenal in school. He was a great student. I mean, any aspect in life, this kid was, like, through he the roof. Took it seriously. Yeah. But, I mean, but then, like, a week, literally a week after our uh we got out of high school we finished our last day um he died he just that was it and so you don't know how long you're gonna be here i I don't don't want to make this like super dark conversation we were talking we were talking about how like high school is fun you need to have a great time but you got to be intentional with the time you got because a lot of times we think we're in first quarter of the basketball game right in reality we're in fourth quarter with 30 seconds left on the clock and so we really need to be intentional about our time. Have fun. Have a blast because it's an awesome time, you guys. But really make sure you're investing back in the community. You're taking your time. You're very diligent with your time. Yeah, I agree. You just never know. Uh, you don't know how long you have. So the sooner you start living intentionally, it cannot hurt. It can only make things better. And it can only make your life more impactful for others as well. So mm-hmm. it's important in many aspects. Yeah. Um, personally for me, one of the biggest things that kept me strong in my faith during high school was getting involved with the church. Um, I had an internship my senior year. I wish I would have done it my junior year too, because it was the most like spiritually filling experience I've ever done. And I learned so much from it. Um, even if you're not going into ministry, get involved with the church, get involved with your youth group, bring people to youth group, make the most out of it. Cause you know, youth groups a lot more fun than people make it sound like. You no, know. it is blast. <laughs> I have so many good memories from youth group. Honestly, like if you can if you can find those kids at your church that you really connect with, and you find that group of people at your church, you know, like Jacob did, start your own like, youth group, like your own like life group, small group, youth group, kind small of. group kind of thing. Um, get involved with that, and don't just fellowship when you're in youth group, but also outside of youth group. Yeah, I mean, for you, uh, like freshmen, sophomores, I. This past year, my senior year, I was I was kind of stepping off that pedal like I was talking about. And I was like, look, I only got like six months left of high school. I want to take this last six months serious. And so I started a small group. I was talking to my pastor. He's like, you know, you should start a small group. So I started a small group, and it's really been an awesome experience. Um, I've been able to, to do ministry and do life with other teenagers. I've gotten to the point where like um, – like I've really been able to invest in some people's lives in that small group too. 
um, where like they'll come and, and try asking for help and whatever. Just make sure freshman classmen, a regret that I have is not doing that earlier. So while you're young, try and try and start now. And then when you get to where I'm at, like when you're about to finish high school, you'll have all that time where you've been able to build up this relationship with the classmen you have. But then also for you older classmen, upperclassmen, invest in the underclassmen, right? They're looking for, they're, whether you realize it or not, okay, they're looking up to you, right? They see you guys as like the tough guys on campus, you know, we have that big, big fish in the pond, right? Make a big splash. Be a Make a big splash. Big Make a big splash. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it's <laughs> off topic. But they see you guys at like all that, right? Really bring them along. Help them get a good foundation and show them what it means to be a good leader, all right? Show them what it means to be a good leader so when they're at your shoes, when they're juniors and when they're seniors, they know how to lead the underclassmen. And when you're those little fish in the pond, you got to make a big splash too. Okay. You know, no, no, listen, listen, listen. If you're, if you're an underclassman, like sophomore, freshman, you can, you still have a voice and you need to make sure that your voice is heard. Mm-hmm. Um, there could be some upperclassman that thinks he knows everything in the world. You walk into their life and all of a sudden they're a changed person. They're humbled. They're following Jesus. They're pursuing Jesus. And same thing for your fellow like classmates, like in your class of 2020, whatever. I don't even know what it is now. Well, Who's the freshman class? 2023. 2020. Wait, no. No. Wait, oh, freshman <laughs> class. Freshman class. Oh, 2026. 2026. 2026. That's when I graduate college. Wait, that came right, Yep. Right. Yeah, we just did the math. Dude, we're yeah. we graduate college. They're going to be freshmen. They're going to be seniors. We're going to be seniors. So the class Multiple of 2026 breaks. in fresh are there, are coming incoming freshmen. 2 plus 4 is 25. So the class of 2025, you're an idiot. I'm joking. <laughs> 2026. The class of 2025 and the class of 2026, you guys need Jacob, to take, take it back. That was hurtful. <laughs> I love you. Don't call me that. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, no. Back on topic. Please, loving please stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable in this situation. Okay, I'll stop. Dude, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't even remember what I was saying, uh, Eli. I'm, oh, sorry, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're well, talking to the freshmen. Freshmen. They don't, you know, they freshmen don't always have the biggest upper, voice. Upperclassmen. Right. Yeah. Fresh. Make sure you're talking to your like your fellow classmates as well, because like you're walking through these years with them, and the closer you get with them, and the more you get involved in their lives, and trying to get Jesus in their life, you know, the better it's going to be for both of you. Um. It's not only going to strengthen your relationship with each other, but also your relationship with God. Yeah, we talked about, um, we kind of brought up the whole small group thing, and what we're going through right now is leadership. Um, and, you know, the Bible calls us all to be leaders, all to be leaders. We're not always going to be looked on as big-time leaders, right? Because we there wouldn't be the definition of leaders. But we're all called to become leaders. And part of that is leading at your own capacity, God's going to put you in a specific place at a specific, specific, not specific, at an Atlantic time, <laughs> specific time. Okay. You're going to be there for a reason. You need to invest in the community that you're at right now. That may not always be the biggest group. It may be you and another friend. It may be you and 50 other kids, right? But you got to invest in that, that group, that capacity that you're in. Yeah. And then one thing I would like to point out is something I wish... I did different was youth group. You know, these guys are talking about how they had a solid group and 
For me, it wasn't that case because I would bounce around a lot or just not be committed. And going back, I wish that's something I would have I would have changed. I mean, if yeah. you just go consistently to a youth group, I, mean, I wish can, we would have seen you more. It youth can impact group. you a lot. I know everyone always was like, "You like showing up?" Or yeah, oh, man, we would all text you know, many times. I, I texted you. We'd all be like, they "Hey, like coming to me. youth group tonight?" I was tonight? like, "Nah." And, but looking back, I'm like, "Dang it! Why didn't I go?" Like, I had nothing going on, and it it would have just been. It would have been good. Don't use your busy schedule as an excuse. Well, exactly. And no one just because you have to work at six o'clock in the morning doesn't mean you can't go to church. Also falls into time management once again. Wait, what? Just because you have to work at six o'clock in the morning doesn't mean you have to skip youth group because you want to sleep. We all know you're not going to sleep at nine o'clock at (laughs) night. Okay, I agree. (laughs) Someone's being targeted here. It's not me. I don't even know. Where I go to work at then. ten. So <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, you're good then. Yeah, you're good. I'm free. Still no excuse. You finished. You finished your thought, or you still? Uh, no, I was. Yeah, just finding a youth group or someone, people with like-minded uh, mindsets, and you know, devoting time, carving out weekly time. I mean, one of my favorite things throughout high school that I was a part of was a uh, senior year book study, and I was sad it came, you know, so late. It was just the last year of high school, but. It was definitely probably the most impactful uh, time of the week for me, and I, I enjoyed it the most. I mean, it was just a bunch of guys meeting together, same issues, same, you know, just going through the same stuff and learning together and sharing together. So I think that was very impactful. Um, yeah, I mean, what you're kind of talking about is that relationship with God. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people just don't take that seriously now. Right. A lot of people push it off, and they're like, you know what? Like, whether they've been raised in the church or not, they're like, you know what, I'll deal with that in college. And then yeah. they get to college and they'll be like, you know what, I'll deal with that when I finish my, start my up career. And then when they're good going in their career, they'll be like, you know what, I'll look at that when I'm retired and I got nothing to do. And then before they just, you know, the saying, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Eventually time runs out, you know, you missed your opportunity. Um, really take your uh, relationship with Christ seriously. I didn't. I didn't start really taking my relationship with Christ seriously till about my junior year. I um, I was always been big time sport guy. Played sports my whole life. Dislocated my shoulder. Thought something was torn and wasn't sure I was gonna ever play you know baseball again because I'd had to have surgery and all that other stuff. So I was really crushed. And then that's really when I kind of opened the door. I was broken. I was like, God, I need you. Yeah. So kind of taking that. Um, and really invest in that relationship with Christ and and hold that tight. Right. And like Jacob was saying, everyone just wants to push it off and push it off and push it off. I mean, I remember it was like yesterday. I was in middle school, and I'm like, I don't know what this whole God thing is, but I'll figure it out later. And then here I am. I'm like, I wish I had just uh, gotten into it sooner because, you know, you really do just put it off until as far as you – as far as you really can. And then one day it'll just click or you have, you really have to be intentional about it. And, you know, luckily it clicked for me because I was surrounding myself with like-minded people and like that book study I was talking about, that's when I started taking it seriously. So it took me all the way till senior year and I wish I had started sooner, but I'm just glad I started now and knowing I'm going into college, the next chapter of my life, I'm just glad I have this foothold now and I'm not pushing it off till later. Yeah, I think something that uh, that helps with that, with kids that are struggling like that, um, 
making sure you appear as Jesus, not just with, around them, but in the real world too. Yeah. Because you never know who's watching. Like, if you have a car and you go to a church, get your church sticker and put it on the back of your car so every time you do something like road rage or whatever, you feel guilty about it because you're like, oh, they saw that I go to this church. I'm not being like Jesus. It works. Trust me. I drove my mom's car the other day. I was really mad at somebody. I was like, I can't be mad at them because I have a church sticker on the back of my car. <laughs> and if I say anything, it'll go back to Micah and I'll get in trouble. <laughs> it's yeah. way, like, yeah. But it really helps if you if you guilt trip yourself into, well, yeah, kind of. If you guilt trip yourself into being like Jesus, it helps. Well, me Dangerous personally. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I'm, just small things that help keep you straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm For I'm sure. big on uh, leadership motivators. Think, right. Motivation. Sorry. Continue what you're saying. I'm big on leadership. I think leadership's a real key thing. I think that's something you start to pick up in high school. I think that's you learn how to become a leader in high school and in college. I mean, obviously, you're going to continue uh, to learn the more you grow in life, but you're really going to start. You can really fit that mold of a leader in high school. And something that uh, has really been important to me is is not only like speaking, but how I act. All right, people are going to watch how you act. They're gonna they're gonna be able to tell a difference um, by the way you carry yourself, how you speak. We talk about cussing. We had a right. we had an episode on cussing. Watch like the Bible doesn't necessarily talk about um, like saying the f word, right? But what it, what it, we are called to do as Christians, we're called to separate ourselves from the world, right? If you're really if you're really serious about separating yourself from the world, you won't talk the same way the world does, okay? Separate yourself and one way of doing that is is simply by cutting out cuss words. I'm not saying all cuss words are bad. I'm not saying you're going to hell if you cuss, right? But just be careful about what you're how you act and how you carry yourself. Right. That's one thing I noticed about you, Jacob, is I had various friends that would oftentimes slip, but just people that, you know, are steadfast in their actions, it speaks a lot. Because whenever I thought of, you know, some of my best Christian friends, you always came to mind because you always acted consistently with what you believed. And that just, that speaks louder than words a lot of times. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's, obviously we could go on and on about things in high school that we wish we could go back and, and more things that we could give you guys. But that's seriously some of the the stuff that us looking back, we regret not doing and, and, or maybe we did so and we, it'd be a good thing that if you guys did that, but you know, we're about to go, go off to college. We're excited. We're super pumped. Ben's going to Indian Wesleyan. Eli's going to Purdue. Yeah. Okay. Purdue. Yeah. Boy, the road. You're going to hope. I'm going to <laughs> hope. Hey, you, you like, wait, 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 can we just, can I we like just like, can we just comment on who has the worst mascot out of all three of us? Dude, I'm a flying Dutchman. This dude, dude, I'm a flying Dutchman. Dude. Your right. mascot you is an anchor. What? It's not. Yeah, it's an anchor. It's dude. a flying Dutchman. Okay. The picture is an anchor. It's an anchor, man. It's an I anchor. Am a flying. Okay, you said okay. mascot. Uh, how? Make sure you guys message us on Instagram and be like, "Who has the coolest mascot?" We what? have an anchor, a wildcat, a and a boilermaker. Dutchman. Yeah. Look up Hope's mascot. An anchor. It's an, an anchor. No, no, Just no. Keep do it right now. Do it right now. I will. Do it. I will. What's Hope's mascot? They're the flying Dutchman, but the picture is an anchor. Yeah, that represents hope. Hope, college. Yeah, that represents hope because hope is more than a college. But we have a hope cooler. We have a college. cooler mascot. All right, well, I'm a flying Dutchman. I'm a wildcat. I'm a flying it Dutchman, looks dude. Like there is a Dutchman that isn't related to hope. Oh, so, what are you talking uh, about? No, oh, I'm joking. Oh. See, <laughs> there is a flying Dutchman. 
Wait, but he be, looks dumb. Wait, wait, wait. Say Dutchman again. Dutchman. 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 Okay. What's wrong with Dutchman. what he's saying? He's what saying Dutchman. It's a Dutchman. Flying Dutchman. Dutchman. Flying Dutchman. He's saying Dutchman. Dutchman. I don't like it. Always, I call a roof roof. People don't like that. Roof. Roof. What are you? The roof. It's a roof. It's a roof. It's a roof. No, it's not. You sound like a dog. Hey, Get you know. Hey, you know what I say? <laughs> what are you doing up on my roof? <laughs> you. Hey, how do you say it? What's What's the thing that you color with? Like as kids? A crayon. Okay, good. It's he says it right. It's a crayon. It's a crayon. No, it's, it's a, a crayon. Crayon. I can't say crayon. It's, it's just Crayola. Two separate words. It's two separate words. It's a crayon. Crayon. It's a crayon. It's a crayon. 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 It's a crayon. It's a crayon. Dude, it's a crown. It's a crown. Something that sits on your head. No, I'm talking about. It's not a crown. It's not a crown. I know it's not. I know I say it incorrectly, but I just say it like that. I can't control it. It's like we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. Taco. Talk it. Taco. Taki. Takis. Do you have talkies? No, I don't have talkies. Guys, oh, what exactly. are you talking right. about? Don't give up. Make so sure you guys follow us on Instagram. <laughs> We're going to end it there. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's just going to go down a whole other rabbit hole trail, rabbit trail, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Flying Dutchman are the best. Uh, go Wildcats. Um, make sure you follow Flying us on Instagram. Dutchman. Make Spoiler sure you download our Flying podcast. Spoiler I'm going to mute Jacob. All right. Yeah, make that sure that you <laughs> make sure you follow us on Instagram. Make sure you download our podcast. Follow us on Spotify, Apple, whatever else we're on. I don't even. I lost track of what we're on. Um, we're international, so we have people all over the world listening to us. More than seven countries. What? Because I checked recently, we have. I think maybe 15 countries now God, that are listening to there's us. There's no way that's on purpose. It's oh, it's amazing. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm so happy that, that we can reach hey, the entire the door, world. Though. The door's there. You, I, you know. Yeah, I see the door. All right, cut it. I'm cut ha- it. We're going down. I'm happy. Uh, going down I'm fast. happy that the little people that we fell, are trying to fellowship to, I'm happy that we can reach to those kind of countries, especially the countries that need it because we are in some countries that really need this kind of work. Sure. So I'm happy that we're that far into this world. All Which right. is awesome. All right. I think, I think it. it's awesome. Well, All right. Need to close it's it. official, everybody. <laughs> You've left the danger zone. Bye-bye.